Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas Realty Check. I'm your host, Tiana Carroll, and thanks for joining us again for another episode of Local Las Vegas News. Uh, today, we have a very special guest, actually a returning guest. If you've been here before, then you know that we have Gregory Cook from Castle and Cook. He is one of our preferred lenders, worked many, many years in the business yes. here in the Valley, and is quite knowledgeable. Matter of fact, you come about once a year to the show yep. and sort of give us an update of what's been going on. How have you been? I've been good. Been good. Yeah, I think this is about five times five times for me, something like that. Yeah. Wow. So more yeah. than once a year, because I think that we're in uh, three and a half years yeah. now of yeah. the show. That yeah. sounds crazy. It's it doesn't feel no. like it's been that long, but it's it has. <laughs> it yeah. has. So um, today we got all of these uh, alerts. We're here in Vegas that spring is here because the uh, pollen count is insane. And the weather bug was uh, sending me notifications all morning that uh, there's allergens in the air. They did not have to tell me. My eyes were swollen when I woke up, red, itchy. It, it got you, huh? It yeah. got me. Yeah. I don't need those alerts. I, I'm I'm jealous of people who need the alerts. Like, oh, there's pollen. Oh, I don't have allergies. It'll, it doesn't affect me. It'll find me soon enough. So, uh, yep, spring's in there, and we both got our uh, spring I know. colors. We're matching we're, today. We're matching. So, if you're on the uh, listening side of the mm -hmm. podcast, you will not see, but we are in our burgundies and blues. Yep. We yep. look quite dapper. Yep. yep. <laughs> we we had. Uh, it feels good outside. I got to wear short sleeves and a spring dress today, which is crazy that winter's over because it felt like a flash in the pan. That was quick. It was quick. I I loved it. Plenty of rain, good snow around the area, so it was very nice. I'm not ready for a tent. Yeah. Well, last year you were here in April, yep. and we were still wearing sweaters and stuff because we had this weird winter that just drug on into the middle of our spring. Right. That's right. not happening now. Nope, not this time. Nope. Not this, not this time. time. It looks it like we could we're, come back. It, it could, could come, come back. back. Yeah. We're supposed to get a little more rain. I know you okay. like the rain this year. I do. I do. We need it. We need it. We do. It's been helping the lake and all of the plants. Um. Everywhere, all the plants in the valley look like it's spring. When I've been out showing houses, I've seen blooms on um, plum trees and apple trees already. Yep, our More fruit trees in our backyard are already uh, sort of budding a little bit. But uh, I love the rain because it means snow for the mountains. I'm a big skier, kids snowboard. So uh, yeah, we had an avalanche this year at Lee Canyon. Oh, we did. We that did. was crazy. That was interesting. I've yeah. never seen that I've before. I've never heard of that here. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. yeah. oh, that rain definitely affected I think that us. That 120 inch base at Lee Canyon, which is that's that, insane. That's mammoth. Yeah. Mammoth snow. Yeah, know? that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's cool. So we got this amazing winter snow and then this early spring. I yes. feel like I love Vegas even more. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so before, now instead of just talking about Vegas spring right. weather, we right. do talk real estate and we you've been here bit. plenty yep. of time. So you know that we always go over the numbers for what happens in um, our real estate market. Mm -hmm. And our first, we talk about our single family homes. Yep. So, uh, Last year, let's see, you would have been here April of last year. So that would have put us around 5,000 homes on the market, right? Okay. Do you remember that? I don't. You're like, no. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. April of last year okay. would have put us just under 5,000 available wow. okay. homes on the market. So right now we have 3,351 homes wow. available on wow. the market. Yep. So it's yep. a little different market than last time we saw you. It is, it is. Um, but, uh, but warming up, I mean, obviously getting hotter, getting busier. Um, there was... Um, uh, a percentage that came out for the Mortgage Bankers Association that uh, applications, loan applications are up 40%. Yay, that's I, great news. I definitely feel it. Um, so do I. So uh, yeah, it's uh, just that rumor that, well, first of all, rates did come down. Little seesaw. Okay, no. They went down, they went back up, but just the rumor that rates were coming down got plenty of people off the fence, as it should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we're seeing that in our sold numbers mm -hmm. this year, this 
week because now there are uh, just 449 sold wow. units last week. Okay. And that is an increase from the week before and the week before that. So each week we are seeing more homes being sold uh, each week here in Vegas, which is definite factor that spring is here if it's not the pollen and the swollen eyes it is definitely the sold numbers and the price decreases so there was 350 price decreases Uh, this year yeah so last year in april when you would have been here the prices would have been um I mean, the decreases would have been a lot lower. I'm, I would assume there would be less than 100 at this time last year. So uh, th- that was, you know, coming off of the rates going up for the first time. Right. Then right. people sort of got used to it, and then people thought the valley was appreciating, so then they started raising the prices, and they level out. And each week we've been seeing about that 350 on those price decreases. Yeah. So those are the numbers talking about our market. That's what you're seeing because you're seeing a um, – Increase of applications. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the offers are getting accepted. Uh, you can still get in and you know get some seller concessions paid for. Uh, as the market gets busier, that's going to get tighter. Where the Indeed. if you know when it starts getting five, ten offers on the table, which some properties already have, they're not going to offer those concessions and. March and April are poised to be very busy. So uh, yeah, this end of February, beginning of March is one of those strange markets where half the con- half the homes are going under contract with multiple offers. I know I've had a couple that have gone under contract above list price. Wow. So we're seeing that again. Wow. And on the flip side, I have one where sellers were offering concessions to get the house moving to buyers. So it's just all over the road right now. Mm-hmm. And it really is in the negotiation, like getting those seller and buyers to come to terms is so important in this specific market right now. Not that it's not always important because it is always important, but um, usually everything sort of flows in the same direction, Mm -hmm. but now it's just like a chaos, a tornado of what's happening in our market. No, it's important. And then they have good agents like Tiana and Trish that uh, know what's going on in the market and can negotiate appropriately. So, um, yeah, um, experience and being in the market counts. So. Yeah, experience and being in the market counts. So you are a lender. I'm and a lender. every time you come here, we talk about stuff. If you haven't seen his videos in the past, we've talked about FHA and conventional. If you don't want to go back. Down payment assistance. Down payment assistance, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. If you want, you can go back and check out those and um, see what's going on with the basis of the loans. Mm-hmm. But I think today we had uh, the idea to sort of talk about some pitfalls because once you do get into a contract and you get or first you get your pre-approval letter then you get into your contract there can still be some pitfalls there that affect the contract and Absolutely. your availability to buy yes yep right so uh at least what i do with clients is i'll send out a do's and don'ts list nice. you, know, you know do do this don't do these items so as a lender for 21 years i've I've seen it all, uh, the, the normal stuff, and then things that surprised me are like I, I can't have a do's and don'ts list that has thirty items on it, but the you know maybe the ten most common you know that you see out there. So all right, well yeah. I think we're going to talk about at least five sure. of the most common that are on that do's and don'ts list yep. because it is. Uh, 
a little heartbreaking, if I'm being honest, when you have a client that does go into contract, they've got the pre-approval letter, they are thinking they're moving forward. And then in the underwriting process, that's the process in the loan where they go through everything with a fine tooth comb and verify employment and mm -hmm. make sure that everything you told them is correct and things like that, then they that is protected in our valley in what's called a loan contingency. That's part of our residential purchase agreement. And the money you're Earnest, earnest money deposit is protected in there. I like to do 21 to 25 days. That mm -hmm. seems yep. pretty standard. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's strong enough for the lender, and uh, but also doesn't scare the seller away You know, to, to know that they likely have a strong loan on the table. Right, yep. right. So um, at 21 to 25 days, you're protected, your EMD is protected during that underwriting process. However, there are some times that that can uh, blow up during mm -hmm. a contract and during the underwriting process and some of those things we want to talk about um, so that way you don't make those mistakes if you get into a contract and you want to get it to finish because that's what we all want let's get that house so let's talk about those pitfalls of underwriting so first and foremost employment yeah so that's uh 90% of that 95% of that's on on the lender we really need to you know have all of your employment information available, have verified it. So uh, most of that should be taken care of. Um, the only things that I've seen over the years, you know, something that surprises is the client, you know, during the time that we pre-qualified them and now they're in contract, they change jobs uh, or they change job classifications. Job like, well, classifications job, is a big one. Job classification is a big one, especially if they went for something like I'm salaried or hourly to I'm going to make more money, but now I'm commissioned. Right. Um, yeah. Contracts so, change everything. Yep. yep. So uh, when you when you change that job classification type, it's we need one to two years to look at that what that commission or bonus space is going to be like, and uh, yeah, definitely it, it can be a big problem. Yeah. yeah. What about changing jobs in the same classification? Say I am a lawyer and I move law firms. So if you're uh, if you have a, a Typically in that type of situation, they'll have a contract. You know, I'm, you know, I work for ABC law firm. Now it's XYZ and, you know, Mrs. Smith is gonna come over as a as a lawyer and, you know, her salary is gonna be 150,000 a year. That should be okay. It's when they're coming over and their salary is much lower, but maybe they're looking for the upside of now I'm gonna make bonuses off of, you know, lawsuits and that sort of thing. And now we don't have that history. so. Yeah, that uh, that can also present a problem. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. What about any other uh, red flags in the employment that you discuss with people? So uh, you know, there'll be times, uh, and again, it's, it's it's for us to verify this. But a, a client will say, "Well, I was, you know, I was pre-qualified based on full time," and so the lender's like, "Okay, forty hours a week." But full time for some employees, it's thirty-two to thirty-six hours. Yeah, I and just if had that this. wasn't verified, which as it should be, a good loan officer would verify that. Then it can be the difference between qualifying for three fifty and three twenty-five, and it can be a problem. Or there are um, employment verification sites that have a cost, and some loan officers don't want to. They don't want to put out that cost for that without knowing the deal's going through. And now they find out, oh, my client doesn't work 40 hours a week or their their tips are less than, than we anticipated because I have two paychecks and everything looks great. But when you do a one to two year average, if you didn't get that paid that $45 for a verification of employment, um, it can surprise you after you spent six, $700 on appraisal, after you spent $500 on a home inspection, it's it's 
very little for a loan officer to uh, to just do that extra step. So. Yeah, and that's why it is so important to make sure that when you're shopping around, you get yourself a good lender. Yep. It's every bit as important as getting yourself a good realtor. Good, good local lender. Um, you know, if they're out in the cloud and they're a different state or one of these big websites, you know, they don't. You know, I work here. I have to look Tiana and you know other realtors in the eye and and you know and stand up for you know what I did. And, and so, but when you're in another state and just some website. Um, short shortcomings happen. I've seen it a lot. Yeah, yeah, I have too, which is such a shame right. because ultimately it's going to be the buyer and seller that pay that price. Yeah. And that's terrible. So um, there are also some other pitfalls that show up in mm -hmm. the underwriting process, like late payments. Late payments. Um, if you have a, uh, a credit reporter, for instance, that, uh, that has expired mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes Clients will go dormant, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, I want this house," and they write an offer. And now, for some reason, the credit report can't expire while you're in contract. So, if you know your credit report expires on the 15th, and we're going the contract on the first, and I I say, "Hey, we got to pull a new credit report," and now something late popped up. Um, that can drive your score down. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, can, and that happens. Problems. Sometimes people get a pre-approval letter and then they're sort of dipping in and out of the market instead mm -hmm. of going full steam ahead. Absolutely. That uh, pre-qual letter expires and then when it's time to repull, they're just yep. out get of those, luck. Get those pre-qual letters refreshed if it's been a while. 40, 60 days can, can change a lot. Yeah, so. well, in this market, it yep. can change everything. Yep. So that actually... Um, goes into my next question because some of the things that can affect that loan that people don't even think about tend to be like things like homeowners insurance mm -hmm. or the HOA of the community. Yep. So those are things that you want to give, well, I want to give to the lender from the jump. I want my lender shopping for my client's homeowner insurance immediately mm -hmm. with the homeowner. Yep. So I know about that. And then um, HOA, that's a factor. Two, two of them are, both of them are important. Um, we we do estimates on homeowners insurance, um, but if the uh, if the client has filed lots of claims in the past, you know sometimes there's little chips on your windshield, or maybe you filed a claim on a previous home for uh, for a small leak or something like that, and we estimate that it's going to be sixty dollars a month, and then we find out that it's going to be one hundred and fifty, then that that can definitely change things. Surprise! <laughs> or you've been shopping in Las Vegas, and now you're going into contract in a property in Pahrumpf that has flood insurance and the property can have an extra $150 a month in flood insurance. And that can absolutely change things. We, uh, we have that Vegas doesn't have many flood zones, yeah. but Pahrumpf does. It's a very close market. There's becoming that commute. And, um, and if you're shopping for 300,000, you have to add in another 150. I've seen it $200 in flood insurance. Uh, you may not qualify. Um, homeowners association, absolutely same thing. Um, I'll always add in a factor for a homeowners association. It's just a conversation between the lender and the realtor. Um, but if, they're, if we're shopping for a homeowners association at $55 and you go to a guard gated community or to a townhouse and now it's 150 or 200, same thing. It can, uh, it can affect that. So it just, it it's just that communication. Your just the communication. Yeah, definitely yep. affects the purchasing power. Mm -hmm. And we don't want any pitfalls. We want this to run as smoothly as to be possible. A, a smooth, relaxed process. No one wants to be getting ready to hire a moving truck or you're thinking about decorating and that type of thing. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, we, we have a problem. 
Um, but again, good experience. Realtors and lenders um, figure out those before the contract or very quickly within the contract period. Yeah. I like that you brought that people start thinking about decorating because yep. one of the pitfalls could very well be e either opening up like a new line of credit, like you're going to RC uh, Willie because you yes. want new appliances right. or furniture, yep. any of that. Tell me how oh, that's going to affect the deal. Absolutely. And then definitely on my do's and don'ts list, and I'll let them know, hey, just because you're going to Best Buy or RC Willie or whatever and getting that one year same as cash, when we see it pop up as a soft, as an inquiry, we can discuss inquiries. Okay. Um, we need to uh, we need to account for it, and we don't know necessarily like oh I'm going to pay it off the 11th month or right before it's closed. We we don't know that we can't guarantee it. So if you just bought a four thousand dollar washer dryer refrigerator package and threw in the couch, and we need to look at what that new five thousand dollar liability is, and if it's one hundred twenty five dollars a month, we're going to add it. Uh, as long as I've been doing this, half the time it's been okay. Sometimes it's been a problem and yeah. we're either paying something else off or we have to cancel it. Um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I have a problems. horror story with a client who has an apartment full of new furniture and TVs oh, because wow. she bought it all before we closed, yep. which in my defense, I did tell her, I too have a list that says, don't open lines of credit, right. be on time for everything, don't change employment. Yeah. And she just got excited. She don't, figured don't, it was a good deal. Don't co-sign for your, your kid's car or your, for your best friend's car. Or, you know, We see it, it's like, well, it's not my liability. They're going to make the pay for it. I'm just helping them out. Yeah. Like, case closed, $500, $750 new liability they have to count against you. And yeah. Typically a problem. Yeah. So in the underwriting process, you do have the ability to sort of explain or dispute things. Correct. So Correct. there, there's slim instances where if you did have somebody previously as a co-signer that mm -hmm. you would have a letter of explanation saying this person makes the payments, they can show that the money comes yes. out of their bank account, and then that could be sort of washed from the underwriting. Absolutely. A lot of people will co-sign for their um, adult children's car and they're making the payments for 12 months, we can verify that, then we can remove that liability. Um, what a lot of people may not realize is that right before closing, lenders verify your employment, that it's the same as it was the last 30 to 60 days, and then we do a soft credit check inquiry. And uh, sometimes we just see something normal, you know, hey, you went rate shopping, you know, with someone else, not a big deal. But if we see, you know, you know, Findlay Finance or RC Willie, we have to verify that it's, you know, it's, it's just a soft inquiry, but we want to make sure that we aren't accounting for something that we weren't aware of. And um, uh, usually it's just a, it's a simple explanation, but uh, yeah, yeah, on rare instances, it can be a problem. Yeah, we don't want to see any inquiries, people. No, no, yeah. <laughs> don't sign anything. Don't apply for anything. That don't, is not happening. Don't drop cash into your account. Oh, I had ten thousand dollars in you know my safe from a refrigerator. Um, the, the we don't know where that cash came from. To us, maybe it's a loan from somebody like that. Um, yeah, cash is uh, you know just dropping cash in somewhere has also yeah. caused problems. Yeah. We like our money seasoned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we want it sourced Absolutely. and seasoned. That yeah. is very important. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, how does the appraisal, especially if it comes in low, affect that? Is that a pitfall of mortgages? Yeah, yeah. Low appraisals, um, and uh, they're happening a bit again because as the market heats up, and you're mm -hmm. talking about you know five, ten offers over list, and you know that sort of thing. A three hundred and fifty thousand dollar offer, and the appraisal comes in at three forty. Um, you only get, you know, your loan to value based on the appraisal.
price. So right. not it's not a seller's wish list. It's, it's not, appraisal price. Right, absolutely appraisal price. So uh, you know, it's in the RPA in the in the contract. You either negotiate it. Some people split it. Sometimes the seller says, "I want my price," and you need to come up with the difference. Or in the worst case, you know, unfortunately, you have to cancel. But uh, um, you can contest the appraisal. Um, you know, good agents can uh, can say, "Well, these are where the comps are coming from. This is why I think the property is is superior." Um, and so they'll um, they'll they'll contest it, and the, their appraiser will certainly take a look. And uh, and sometimes they come up, and sometimes uh, they're not able to get there, and then then it's negotiation time. Yeah, I've been really really lucky to be across from pretty great appraisals mm -hmm. most of the time, yep. and I do have appraisal appraisers that are at least open-minded enough. They're not the Gestapo out there saying, no, Absolutely. I say it's this. And yep. so if I have something that I'm like, hey, did you know that there was a brand new AC in here? Mm -hmm. That's going to bring value and that can change. Yep. So. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Any other pitfalls of lending that we should know about? But I'm... And we covered the top five. Yeah, There's got to be a dozen, those are the right? Basics. Um, you know, if I've um, if I've had someone in the past that retired. You know, and uh, was like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make really really good money in retirement. Well, that retirement hasn't hit yet, and now we have to we have to verify that retirement. So again, that's more of a change in classification. Um, things that were not disclosed. Uh, you know, we, we need to know if there's an IRS lien that we're not oh, aware of. Undisclosed debt. Undisclosed that was debt. on my notes. Did we not talk about that? Nope. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, I'm glad you brought it <laughs> up. Um, uh, red, you know, hardline red stops do not pass go or um, IRS tax liens, uh, regardless of what they are. Um, if you're in a tax lien repayment, that's fine as long as you've had, you've been paying on it for at least three months, but then we do need to add it to your liabilities. You know, you owe eight thousand dollars from two years ago, and you're paying two hundred dollars a month on it. That needs to be added into your debt to income ratios. Um, the other one that's a hard line stop that uh, that somehow we we didn't see it in the initial credit report is child support. And yep. I'm glad. Um, so um, if you're you know paying five hundred dollars a month in child support and we didn't initially see it, new credit report, something popped up. Um, those are that's a definitely definitely something else we have to add into a liability and it can present a problem. Yeah, yep. yeah. I think that's one of the importance of doing shows like this, where mm -hmm. we can at least help educate the public. So that way, if they do fall into a situation where they don't have a great realtor or a great lender, mm -hmm. they at least have a um, sort of playbook on what they should be looking for as a consumer. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep, I love that. And I do appreciate you coming out every year and talking to our guests about all of this amazing information when it comes to lending. Um, that you offer all sorts of different um, products yes. for lending yep. because there's a gambit, right? Mm -hmm. We have some uh, <clears throat> government backed FHA, uh, VA. VA, and uh, do you do a lot of USDA? A lot, no. Okay. But it's out there with, again, Perumph is, uh, and actually small parts of Las Vegas uh, do qualify for USDA. I was going to say, does things zoned county, do that? does that qualify for USDA? Sorry, say that again? What? Do do properties in Vegas that are zoned county, do those qualify for USDA? I, it, it, there's a map and you put in the address and you look at the map and I, and I think even parts of South Summerlin are, mm -hmm. are part of that. Yep. And I, even Enterprise, Spring Valley, a little bit. Um, so, uh, just because, you know, I don't do a lot of them, I, I don't know where the boundaries are, but, uh, it, it is another zero down I was income, say income qualifying loan, like down payment assistance, there's income thresholds, 
Um, but uh, yeah, another good uh, you know government insured back product like FHA and VA. Yeah, and yeah. then of course conventional. Conventional, absolutely. Um, you know, jumbo loans are be, you know are becoming more popular again. Uh, so, and again, they've always been popular. But uh, a jumbo loan, a non-conforming loan, is really anything just above for Nevada. It's seven hundred sixty-six thousand. Right. So if it's a seven hundred eighty thousand dollar loan amount, it's considered a jumbo loan. Yep. Um, so um, we're uh, um, you can do HELOCs and HELOans with those jumbo loans to to um, to to help with those with that qualification because uh, really jumbo loans you're starting at about a 10 percent down payment but there are uh you know there's seconds that you can add on to that to uh, to alleviate some of those pains because the, the criteria for jumbo loans are a little more stringent than you know the lower criteria you know uh, credit adversities they're uh um they're more strict about but uh, but yeah yeah those uh, those jumbo loans and HELOCs and HELOans are very popular right now um, the HELOCs and HELOans, really just the difference is a HELOC is a line of credit. It's uh, an adjustable rate, um, you know, with credit card interest rates from 22, 26, 29%. <laughs> um, if you have debt, uh, but nobody wants to refinance their first, of course, you've got a two, three, four, five percent you know, interest rate in your first, you're not going to want to refinance. The HELOC or HELOAN is a great way to take equity out of your house to pay that off. In fact, and, it is. And, you, you know, with rates, you know, anywhere from the eights to 12 and 13s, it's obviously half or a third of what credit card interest rates are. Yeah, can you yeah. imagine if home interest rates were 29%? I could not. I Nobody could not. would own a house. Nope. Nope. <laughs> be like, Absolutely. we're renters for life, yep. what's up? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Greg, well, I appreciate you coming on the show. If somebody does wanna to talk to you about getting a loan, how did they get a hold of you? Um, Gregory Cook with Castle & Cook Mortgage. I can reach that 702-324-6229. And I tell people I'm available 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, I don't work banker's hours and I work as hard as our fellow agents. And uh, yeah, please reach out to me, we'll take good care. Yep, I can verify that. I have worked with Greg many times and he is very knowledgeable. He is kind and he is so good with the clients. Thank Just you. communication is so key. Yep. Yep, Keeping definitely. everybody in the loop, knowing numbers and uh I know I can always just send you, this is what my uh, property list price is, and this is what the HOA is, and this is what Absolutely. our taxes are. What can we do? Yep. yep. You always run those numbers. Excellent. So we are here every Thursday talking everything real estate and real estate news. My name is Tiana. If you want to have a conversation with me, you can call me at 702-379-9948. Like I said, we're here every Thursday, 9.30 a.m. If you find content or value in this content, make sure you join our tribe by like, share, subscribe, hit the little bell notification so you know when we go live, we are here every week and we'd like to see you next week. Until then, Vegas, have a great week. Thank Bye. you. Bye.